0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. I'm just going to share with you for a few moments and we want, to, we want to kind of go a little bit deep into a book in the New Testament uh, in these sessions together over the next four sessions. But, but we're looking at what are we learning in lockdown and, and the first lockdown learning that I think that we're learning right now is this, that when it comes to the gospel, you can't keep it down. When it comes to the gospel, you can't keep it down, and we've already heard that tonight, haven't we? Uh, through the, some of the stories that we've been hearing, you know, the the building is shut, but but the church has never been more open. You know, we've seen people come to Jesus, uh, uh, we've seen people join the church, we're we're seeing people get healed, and that's not not just we as a church, but the church globally. When it comes to lock, when it comes to the gospel, you can't keep it down. We're learning that in this season of lockdown, but but you know, there's something. Uh, really important as well, I think, on the inside of us that God is doing. And if I was to ask you to, to draw a column with uh, maybe the things that you can't control in your life. You know, over these last 11 weeks, there's so much in that column that we'd put. Things that we have no control over. But then if I was to ask you to draw another column and say, in the last 11 weeks, what could you write in that column about what you have got control over? And the one thing you and I always have control over is our attitude. And there's so little that we've had control over recently. In fact, I think we've had to give up control. We've had to give up that illusion of certainty. But the one thing that I think lockdown is teaching me a lot is that, hey, I can take complete control over my attitude. And I think the second lockdown learning is this. Your inlook will shape your outlook. Your inlook will shape your outlook. How you look in, how you how you um, handle your attitude, how you think, how you handle the narrative that's going on in your head. Your inlook will shape your outlook. And over these next four sessions in June and July, we're going to look at, at a book in the Bible, uh, in the New Testament, called the Book of Philippians. And we did a series on this um, uh, a while ago, but I want to just dive into it again because you know this is the ultimate lockdown. One of the ultimate lockdown uh, books. It was written by the Apostle Paul when he was in prison going nowhere. So he was in lockdown and yet you see such an incredible attitude, such an incredible in uh, And we're going to look at that together. So if you've got a Bible or if not, then you can look on the screen. And Can I just say as we're going through tonight, if you need prayer at all, you can get prayer from somebody right here, right now. You can engage on the chat. You can ask for prayer. Someone will pray with you or for you. Or you can go onto our website and and, and say one for me and, and our team of people would love to pray for you. And we're discovering in lockdown, aren't we, that prayer is so, so important. And we're praying for each other. We're praying for our nation. And you can't keep prayer in lockdown either. But it says in Philippians 1 verse 2, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me just give you some background. In Acts chapter 16, Paul gets the vision of a a man from Macedonia uh, and he came to Philippi and there he meets a businesswoman called Lydia and the Bible says that that God opened her heart. Uh, And isn't that true that in this season, you know that we're experiencing as, as a world that God is opening up people's hearts even through crisis. Because you can't keep the gospel down. Not even lockdown can do that. And he opened up her heart and, and she became one of the first uh, leaders in, in this church in Philippi. And, and Philippi, was um, uh, the Philippian church, was the first church in, in Europe. It's uh, a very strategic place. It was... Um, uh, intersection of roads. It was a, a kind of a Roman col- colony. Uh, and it was actually called like a, a little piece of Rome. That's what Philippi was called. It was such a strategic place. And and we see this letter that Paul writes is a letter from a friend to his friends. This is a very personal letter. It's deeply personal and relational. He really loves these guys. And, it, and in fact, it, it says in, in verse 8, God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus and when I read this again and, and you know I preached on this just a year 18 months ago but but again now that we've been in lockdown and I haven't seen so many of you or, or hardly any of you um, I, I, when I read that that uh, verse again I just felt like that I said I really long to be with you guys with the affection of Jesus Christ but, but then I was reminded that the word affection in the original language literally means bowels it's got a slightly different connotation now you see in the greek uh, language you see when we think of heart we think of the heart as the seat of emotions but often uh, in, in ancient uh, cultures it was the bowels that were the seat of emotion uh, and that, which would change all of our worship songs wouldn't it You know, Lord, I give you my bowels doesn't sound quite the same as Lord, I give you my heart. (laughs) But basically what Paul is saying here is that I long to be with you. Such a deep kind of groaning and utterance that I want to be with you in the flesh. I want to be with you in the room. And guys, that's how we feel. You know, as a staff, as a leadership, I know the volunteer leaders, the youth team, the kids team, we long to be with you guys again. We long to be in the room. You know, I was with a whole bunch of leaders uh, this afternoon on a Zoom call and, and some of the larger Elim churches in the country, and we were all saying, We love what God is doing in this season. We're really excited, but you know what? We really miss connecting with people, we really miss being with you guys. And Paul is is saying that. He's saying, listen, I'm in lockdown. I can't be with you. I wish that I was with you. But you know what? He says, but do you know something else? I can't be with you and I can't control that, but I can control my attitude because your inlook will shape your outlook. And then it comes to these key verses that I want us to think about tonight in verse 12 and 14. It's going to come up right now on the screen. It says this, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Say, so, Hang on a minute. Paul, Paul, you're locked in a prison. You're going nowhere. You're locked to a Roman soldier. You're a man of action. You know you want to travel. You want to plant churches. You want to be with people. You've just said it and you're going nowhere. And yet you've said that what has happened has served to advance the gospel. Then it says, as a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become, I can't read that line, confident in the Lord and dare all the more to, pro- to proclaim the gospel without fear. Paul's attitude, guys, is so amazing. Yes, I'm in lockdown, but Jesus is bigger than lockdown. And this, what's happened to me, has served to advance the gospel and encouraged other believers. I think that is absolutely absolutely amazing. He has such a great attitude to God. Life is hard but God is good. Life is hard but God is good and we're looking at that theme in our Sunday series, Hope in the Dark. Really encourage you not only to be there uh, in the live stream on Sunday morning but to invite others to that. But you know Paul also has a great attitude to himself. There's not an ounce of self-pity in his words. A guy called Jensen Franklin said this, While getting hurt is a reality, getting and staying bitter is a reaction. And guys, we can get hurt during this season, that's a reality. But if we choose to stay hurt, that's now a reaction. So yes, there's a reality, but the reaction, it, we've, got, we've got control over that. He also has a great attitude to others. It's mind-blowing to me to think that Paul in prison is thinking of others. But he also has a great attitude to his circumstances. You see, you, see, you see, go back to the fact that he's in prison and he's chained to a Roman God. And many of you have heard me, me do this and, and say this before. And, and you see, very easy for him to say, oh, I'm chained to this Roman God. I'm in lockdown. But he says, actually, am I chained to him or is he chained to me? Because every day that God would have changed and every day Paul would have spoken to that God about Jesus. And right at the end of Philippians in chapter 4 it says this, Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. All God's people here send greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. Who was chained to who? (laughs) I wanted to suggest that the Roman guards were chained to Paul, not the other way around. That's attitude, your inlook shapes your outlook. And you know, Paul has an incredible resilience, which you see here. And, and my hope and prayer for you and for us as a church is that we'll grow in resilience through this season. And, and in resilience teaching, there's a, there's a kind of a model that says this, that greater resilience comes from adversity plus what's in us plus process. Adversity plus what's in us plus process. But I can show you that from the Bible. You see, I believe that Philippians teaches these three things. Things happen to us. Things happen to us. COVID-19 comes. Furlough comes. Difficult situations with health come. Difficult circumstances come. Things happen to us. But then things happen in us. The good and the bad come out. John Maxwell said, circumstances do not make what you are. They reveal what you are. So things happen to us, and then good and bad things happen in us, and then things happen through us. And my theory is this, that when the right things happen in us, amazing things can happen through us. And I want you to know guys, that when we in this season allow the right things to happen in us, amazing things are going to happen through us. You know, I think when you look at Paul's attitude, you know, the key to his attitude, I think, for him, was his faith was deeply personal. It was deeply personal. You know, his relationship with, with, with other believers was personal, but that's because he'd had a personal encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. And not only did he have a personal relationship with Jesus, but he had a, he had a view that actually his life was more than just his life. His life was about the calling. And so it didn't matter whether he was in prison. Because it's for Christ. Didn't matter whether he was set free, because he was set free from a prison, uh, because it was for Christ. Didn't matter whether he was beaten or or, or shipwrecked or tortured, because it was for Christ. In fact, Paul, in this letter, Philippians, he says, you see, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So whether I live or whether I die, it's all for Christ. And because he has that kind of attitude, he looks at his lockdown in a completely different light. And that brings me to the final lockdown learning. And it's simply this. Jesus will build his church. The question is, will we join him? Guys, if you are part of Life Central, I want to encourage you. You know, these first 10 or 11 weeks, we've dug deep into Jesus. We've been in our Bibles more than usual. We've been checking out daily devotionals. We've been tuning into live stream. We've been connecting with our connect groups. We've been doing all that. I want to say, you know, As life starts to emerge, as things start to emerge, let's not get lazy. Let's not leave those brilliant things that we've learned behind. But let's now join him in his mission to build his church and to see his kingdom come on the planet. And I think we do that by going deep into our relationship with Jesus, going deep into community with one another, and then taking on the mission of Jesus, which is to share the good news with whoever we are chained to or whoever whoever we come across in our lives. You know, you can do that by not just tuning into the live stream, but by doing all the things that we say, you know, subscribe on YouTube, you know, uh, like the comments, share it like crazy, invite people. And when you do that, God will do amazing, amazing things. We're going to finish our time together with some worship, okay? We might go a little bit later than we said, but hey, if you need to go, then you go. But if not, then you just hang with us and we're going to worship, we're going to pray. I'm so grateful to God for our amazing musicians who pre-recorded this a few weeks ago and uh, and it's going to come right now. Now to you. And, and as we sing these incredible songs together, let's remember who Jesus is, what Jesus has done, and that lockdown can't keep the gospel down. Our inlook will affect and shape our outlook and that Jesus will build his church. The question is, will we join him? This is forever.